Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. Appreciate it. This it's, it's an amazing show from last night. We're going to talk a little bit about it. and We've got more news uh, to bring to you. First, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile uh, is a company that, uh, you know, if you want sanctuary cities, if you want your money to go to Planned Parenthood, go ahead. Sprint, Verizon, whatever. Pick. If you actually would like to have the same great coverage at a lower price and have some of your money uh, go to things that you agree with, well, then you should go to Patriot Mobile. I mean, here's the thing. I just don't want to give my money anymore uh, to people who are working against the principles that I that I hold. And that's what happens every time you pay yourself your cell phone bill. Same great coverage, same towers, same great coverage, lower price. Right now, you can get your activation fee waived if you go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Do business with like-minded people. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Go there now. All right. We begin the uh, radio show here in just a few minutes. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Today, we are going to talk about how crazy things are getting so rapidly and what we have to do about it. And there's a couple of things that are really, really critical that we we need to do. And we begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Blinds.com. Constantly getting in email like this. This is from Tommy in Florida. He says, the blinds were perfect. I saved money. They are higher quality than the box store product. Our windows look brand new with our new Blinds.com order. I have several other window blinds that need replacing. Yeah. That's it. This is probably in the laundry room or the, you know, the boys' room. So, I mean, really. Uh, but there he, he said, I'm going to definitely be using Blinds.com. Thanks for uh, Blinds.com employing great people. Uh, they have met and exceeded this customer's expectations. I'm so happy to rep people like this. I'm so pleased and, and honored to be able to tell you about Blinds.com, where they will treat you right. You're going to get really high quality, and it's going to be a lot less than you would find it elsewhere. Blinds.com, now through May 7th, you can get up to 45% off customer favorites. Plus, just because you're a listener of mine, you'll get an extra $20 off with the promo code BECK. That's Blinds.com, promo code BECK. Get 45% off plus an extra $20 off at Blinds.com, promo code BECK. Uh, you know, if Karl Marx were just alive today, he would be so happy. I mean, to see these crazy, wacky ideas that, you know, he was probably smoking dope and being like, you know what else we should say? I mean, he would be so thrilled that, you know, everything is being paraded around right now. I can see him sprawled out on his hammock from REI, you know, fiddling around, you know, with the looking for the last vegan potato chip in the bag as he binge watches the Academy Awards on his 70-inch smart TV. I mean, it would be great. You know, he'd be watching TV, but he would be glancing down on his iPhone uh, iPhone 10, you know, 
He's got a massive Twitter following in, 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 in my dream world. You know, he writes a line or two from time to time on Twitter about oppression and the have-nots. You know, it's part of his job, you know, working for Google. But his house is loaded with fresh products by all of the woke companies. He'd be so thrilled, all these woke companies. He would be like, man, I got to have Starbucks. They're wide awake. And he loves their soy milk. He's got Ben and Jerry's in the, in the freezer. You know, he tells everybody, if he shaved, he would definitely use Gillette, you know. But... Even though he says they stand for the have-nots, really, Karl Marx would would be using the Dollar Shave Club because it's cheaper and higher quality. But secretly, he loves Chick-fil-A. He buys all of his comic books off of Amazon. Truth is, he really didn't ever think that people would really try this whole socialism thing. He'd be like, this is crazy. It's crazy, but I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Hang on, i got to order something else from Amazon. Companies that have adopted a form of socialism is now called woke capitalism. And they use their status as corporations to spread a socialist message and encourage people to do their part in social justice. But as we learned last night on television, the co-opting of these companies is all part of a master plan that can flip a country overnight. And, you know, just the idea of these companies, you know, using socialism for an advertising campaign. I mean, think of that. Just think of that part. Using socialism as part of an advertising campaign. I mean, that is as ridiculous as a donkey in a prom prom dress. I mean, do people really think at some point, yeah, I'm going to take this donkey to the dance. And that doesn't happen How is this all happening? This is a joke. How is no one bursting out in laughter? How far is this going to go? Because that donkey turned you down for the prom. (laughs) The donkey's not going. It would rather poop in its stall and eat hay than go, you know, spike the punch bowl with you. Why? Because even the damn donkey in the prom dress knows that this is a death cult. That's what this is. This is a death cult. Listen to this. This is from uh, the Alabama senator. I don't know his name. I don't think people in Alabama even know his name. But he stood up in the well of the Senate and he was talking about how important abortion is, you know, for the children. Listen to this. All I'm saying to you, it ought to be a woman's choice. I'm not about to be as a male tell a woman what to do with her body. She has the right to make that decision herself. Directly he said. Some kids are unwanted. So you kill them now, kill them later. Oh. You, you bring them in the world unwanted, unloved. Then you send them to the electric chair. So you kill them now, kill them later. Okay, so here's what he, here's what he just said. You know, uh, let, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you this: some kids are unwanted, and so you kill them now or you kill them later, uh, because you bring them into the world and they're all unwanted, and uh, and uh, then you put them in an electric chair. So you kill them now or you kill them later. Did he turn into a southern sheriff? I, yeah, <laughs> what was I, the... yeah, I I I'm I'm not sure what movie he comes from, but it's a death cult movie. 
It's a movie that we all go, boy, I don't want to live around that guy. And yet this is a senator in Alabama. And he's he's just talking about life as, look, you're going to throw him in an electric chair later, so kill him. Don't even give them the chance to not end up in an electric chair. Well, we're all going to die eventually, so, so should we just make him. murder legal? Right. Like, I mean, look, I mean, they're going to die of old age or cancer or something later on. So why not? Why not stab him now? It's a death cult. It is a death cult. If you don't believe me, and you don't believe that that people are going crazy they have gone over the cliff let me play chris cuomo here's chris cuomo on antifa and talk about antifa i've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations okay there are certainly aspects of them Mm. that are true to a cause that is a good cause they want social justice they want whatever they want in that context stop of course so he's watched them protest. I don't think I've seen them protest. I've seen them riot. I've seen them throw things, you know, like Molotov cocktails. I've seen them break glass and store. I don't think I've seen those peaceful protests where they're like, hey, we're carrying signs. I am a man. I haven't, I haven't really seen that one. I haven't seen that one. But here he is saying this is, a, this is a group that has a good cause. Typically, when you have a good cause, you don't need to cover your face with a black mask. <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I, I tend to agree with you, Stu. You, you generally don't need to do that. But let me give you a let me give you a story from the FBI. Antifa activists tried to buy weapons from a Mexican drug cartel to stage an armed rebellion at the border. Help me out. How is this not a death cult? You know, Antifa in, I think it's Austin, not a problem with Facebook. They can post this all they want. They were looking just a couple of months ago. It's probably still there. They were looking on Facebook for people who wanted to start an Antifa militia to be able to act with force when the time comes necessary. Okay? Nobody has a problem with that? Facebook, you don't have a problem with that? Can you imagine if I said, hey, you know what we need? We need some armed guards, you know, just in case things get hanky. We're going to have our own militia so we can go out on the streets. That's insanity. That's a death cult. And the media is going right along with it. Remember when I said, really, you, you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to be a hero. You really don't. You don't have to be... When you think of Martin Luther King or you think of Gandhi or you think of Jesus, he's probably the best example. You're like, he's the son of God. You know, you know, it's cool and everything, but I don't see myself on a cross going, hey, forgive them. I just I, you know, but he's the son of God. So I know he says we should do that, but I'm having a hard time seeing that. When it, when it comes to being a hero in today's world, it's really super simple. Hey, let's not kill children. Hey, the guys in the masks, they seem like bad guys. Maybe we shouldn't support them. You know, little things like that. No, 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 but no, this, this is not a death cult. They protect women, all women, all women, 
All women have a right to be heard. And no matter what you could, you are causing injury right now with your words. Your words are, are violence against me. That's what they really believe, right? Here's Mika on women. You know, I really think sometimes uh, we got to get out of New York, <laughs> get out of Washington, get out of the big cities no, please, and are, think about what the questions are. You want to ask a major candidate mm-hmm. in terms of their candidacy for president. The amount of time that was spent on Biden's hugs. This is a guy who was hugged five to ten million people and they love the fact that he's touchy and huggy and they run to him and five women are uncomfortable with the way he hugged them and say one of them says she smelled his hair i can promise you i know joe biden he went up behind her and he took a deep breath because he was about to go on stage i want to explain that it's funny because there's a woman who accuses him of smelling her hair he's not interested in your hair Okay, he was going on stage and he took a deep breath before Mm. he went on stage and you took it deeply personal personally. And now you're writing a New York Times op ed about it, demanding an apology. This once again is completely ridiculous. And the rest of America thinks it's ridiculous, too. I'm done. You guys can continue to talk about this. I won't. I refuse to give it any more time. Okay. what about a woman telling her truth? That's right. What about a woman having to be believed? We must believe women. No, no, no. This is a death cult. And it doesn't matter. If you step out of line, you're done. You're done. And God forbid, God forbid that you are not diversity, that you just don't have any diversity. God forbid that you're just white. Because we don't need that kind of diversity. We don't need all the colors. White is not a color. It's not a color. So, white doesn't matter. This is the latest from Ilan Omar. Listen to this. This is not going to be the country of the xenophobics. This is not going to be the country of white people. Tell us what our country this is, This is not going to be the country of the few. This is the country of the many. Unless you're white. Unless you believe in the sanctity of life. Unless, unless you believe, uh, you know what? I, I, I believe in the individual. I'm not going to put everybody in a class. I'm not going to say, how much do you make? Okay, I know who you are. Uh, tell me your heritage. Oh, yeah, I know who you are. This is a death cult. And just like all death cults, they're crazy as hell. All you need to do is put some white sneakers on these people. Because they're already telling you when we're going to die. They're already telling you it's 10 years away. If I came on the air and said today, in 10 years, in 10 years, Jesus is coming, there would be countdown clocks and I would be mocked and laughed out, especially would I have any credibility at all if I had told you 15 years ago that by 2012, we'd be, Jesus would be here. Jesus is going to be here by 2012. And then when I got to 2012, I said, well, no, he's not coming yet. 
And then when I got to 2019, I said, well, we have 12 years. And then just a couple of months later, I said, no, 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 it's 10 years. Would I have any credibility? Would I anybody in my death cult? Everybody would shrug and go, you know what? It, they they, <laughs> they can wipe themselves out if they all take suicide tablets. It's OK, because they're just too dumb to be alive. That's what this is. And America, it doesn't. All you have to do is not go over the cliff with everyone else. Just refuse to play along. One eight hundred flowers. One eight hundred flowers for Mother's Day. One eight hundred flowers dot com. You can use the promo code uh, Beck right now, and you can get your mom twenty four for twenty four. See, you know this really pisses me off. This really, this really pisses me off because I can't get flowers for my wife because she's like, hey, you just, you just, you do the commercials. You just, they, oh, I see. They just yeah. said you, you just called them up and like, hey, can you just send some? That's not what so, they do. Though. That's you, not what they do. But no. that's, that's what she would think. So, and so it's like, I can't. I, now, what am I going to do? See, you don't have that problem. You don't do the commercials. Your wife doesn't doesn't see flowers come in and go. You just called. You just tell you to. You know, you actually they think you're doing work. That's true. People would assume if you did it that you know somebody probably did it for you. Yeah, and it's just a client. Yeah. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. You. I have a free pass. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. What my wife doesn't know is one eight hundred flowers has more than flowers. They've got like. Like, have you been to their website? Oh, yeah, they have everything. Like everything, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Food, candy, I, I just stuff. Whatever she's into, they have it. Industrial power washers. Shut up, Stu. Pretty sure they have those. One eight hundred flowers dot com. One eight hundred flowers dot com for Mother's Day. Go there right now. Twenty four multicolored roses for twenty four bucks. In fact, we had them on the set. Who stole the flowers? The ones that are sitting right there. The one, or did you want to accuse someone? Because they're sitting right over there on the. That's right. I moved them there last night. Who did? Twenty. Who moved? Twenty. I don't know. It's a very complex system here. Twenty four multicolored roses for twenty four dollars. An amazing offer right now from one eight hundred flowers dot com code Beck one eight hundred flowers dot com. Use the code Beck. This offer expires tomorrow. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. Perfect. Now, Glenn, as you were blabbing about who knows what I know, uh, this I know. last half no, hour, I was at work uh, <laughs> developing uh-huh. an important piece of scientific technology. Really? Uh, an advanced uh, algorithm to understand mm-hmm. how one hugs five to ten million people in their lifetime. No, five to ten million. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's how many people Joe Biden has hugged. So if you have, let's say, just you're doing like, what, five seconds, ten seconds per hug? Well, this is, yeah, this is where I, so I want to get some assumptions with you. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Okay, so the man is 72 years old. 72. Or 76 years old. Okay. okay. He probably started hugging when he was maybe two. Now you're getting, hu- three. You, do you get hugs as a baby? I mean, I know. No, you don't count those. Really. You have to hug. He has to so, be hugging back. Yeah, so two, you know, really, you're full-fledged hugger. Okay, so seven, so 74 years of hugging mm-hmm. is your is your mm-hmm. estimate there. Yeah. Now, 
does he hug every day? Is he is he hugging 365 days? No, a year? you're on vacation from hugs for a while. Right. It's certainly. I mean, you know, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Mm-hmm. There are days I go without hugging anybody. Well, no. Do you count the same people? Because I hug my family every day. Well, she said, what, what was the quote again? Can we play the Mika quote one more time? Do we have that? I want to get the exact scientific. Uh, you know, analysis. I really think sometimes uh, we got to get out of New York. This is unbelievable. <laughs> get out of Washington. Get out of the big cities. And Please think about what the questions Keep are. You want to ask a New major York. Build the wall around New York. In terms of their candidacy for president, the amount of time that was spent mm-hmm. on Biden's mm-hmm. hugs. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who was hugged. Five to ten million people, and they love the fact that okay. he's touchy okay. and huggy. So five to okay. 10, million ten million different people. people. I mean, mm-hmm. he does technically so say five to ten million people. people. So you can't call your mom, right? You can't. Yep. So you've got to take out a lot of hugs. Yeah. How many? I mean, because he's hugged the beautiful Jill how many times? But he, she only gets one. She only gets one. She's she only, only one, one person. So right. that really makes it difficult. Yeah. So let's say. And how long are the hugs? His hugs are kind of long. Sometimes he's got breathing hugs. Mm-hmm. And probably sometimes he's just like, hey, let's say maybe like, I mean, 200 days a year he's, he's mass hugging. I mean, I'm trying to come up with, he can't be hugging every, mass hugging every day. He's home mass with hugging. Family. It's got to be new people. It's be campaign days. Let's just give him, uh, let's give him, uh, what, 104 days because that's, that's hugging all weekend. And we can't that's, do seventy. A, he was not campaigning at two. These are campaign days now. Okay. So, so really, you got to go at least at least to eighteen. Maybe he's on camp. He's campaigning for another candidate. I mean, I'm trying to give him a break here. So he was. Let's just say thirty. So you got to give him forty-four years or something like that. You want to say forty-four years of yeah. campaigning? Yeah, sounds fair. Okay. Uh, that would give him. He would have to hug. How? how okay. Oh wow. Do you know how much? Do you know how many seconds he gets per hug? Well, I think we can figure out per, a per day rate here. Okay, all right. Um, so let's see. We've got... This is why I love Stu, because he's good with statistics. I would never know how to do the math on this. <laughs> no idea. So that's 4,576. So, all right, we're going to have to do some... Because I think we do need to figure out the length of hugs here. Yeah, okay. So let's do a couple of additional calculations. Like how many people is he hugging at this point per day? Oh, gosh. I mean, we're talking about 2,185 per day. Right. Which that's, it seems, I mean, that's a long line. You know, if he sleeps for eight hours a day, that's 136 people per hour he's hugging. And that's at 10 million. For 5 million, would be 68 people per hour. Oh, it's starting to sound more reasonable, yeah. Stu. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. One per minute's a lot. A lot of hugging. A lot, lot of hugging going on there. Hey, you know who I'd like to hug? Car Shield. I love Car Shield. Uh, because I have Car Shield, because I I own uh, some pre-owned vehicles. I love that. Nope, these are used. These are hard <laughs> used cars, and uh, and I drive them until the doors fall off. And I have Car Shield because they're really good cars. I mean, they're you know five seven years old. I've done it again, haven't I? Uh, five, six, seven years old, uh, and uh, and they don't have warranty anymore. So I have Car Shield for the extended limited uh, or the extended vehicle protection. Brought one of my trucks in. Uh, it had to have six thousand dollars in sensors and everything else. It was crazy. I didn't even get a phone call. 
They knew I had Car Shield. They car called called Car Shield, and they were like, "Yep, it's covered." Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, and so I didn't even I I didn't even know until I got there. One eight hundred Car Six Thousand. One eight hundred Car Six Thousand. Use promo code Beck and save right now. CarShield.com. If you watch a special on socialism, you want to get more of that, you got to subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code GB20OFF. It's good to, through tonight. 20 Holy bucks off. cow. After a childhood full of unsuccessful attempts to pull the wool over mom's eyes, I don't think really mom is, uh, is going to miss that last-minute Mother's Day gift and really think that that was something truly thoughtful. This Mother's Day, don't settle for anything other than really thoughtful. Right now, the biggest and the brightest bouquets from 1-800-Flowers.com will do the job. They have amazing offers on a beautiful Mother's Day bouquet and arrangement starting at $29.99 with an amazing selection of sweets and treats and bouquets. Really anything that you can think of, 1-800-Flowers has it. For Mother's Day. Mother's Day bouquets and arrangements start now at $29.99. An amazing offer, but you have to order today. Make sure you lock in this offer only good while supplies last. After you've chosen the gorgeous bouquet or arrangement, just pick a delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. 1-800-Flowers. Trust them to make mom feel loved. To order beautiful and vibrant Mother's Day bouquets starting at $29.99, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash back. Order today. Save at 1-800-Flowers.com slash back. Oh, man, it is. It was disgusting. I walked in early this morning. Pat was getting ready to go on the air and I see him just drooling over the new Sports Illustrated where the models are all dressed as, you know, (laughs) Baptist women in their Mm -hmm. jean skirt. Yeah, and oh man. Uh, man, was that hot? It was hot. H O T hot. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here. Pat Gray, who hosts, is the host of En Fuego, which uh, <laughs> is French for on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the, yes, the fire exactly. is unleashed. That is, yes, yes. unleashed the fire. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the program, Pat. <laughs> Thank you. Pat, yeah. We were just discussing uh, a comment from Mika Brzezinski, who said we should uh-huh. not worry about women telling their truth or being believed because. She likes Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. Which yeah. is kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Here, here she is. Listen. This is a guy who has hugged five to ten million people, mm. and they love the fact that he's touchy yeah. and huggy, and they run okay, so down. That's a lot of people. So that's a lot. First of all, five to ten million people. Mm-hmm. Now, you know we were a stew. <laughs> he loves numbers. Uh-huh. So as this audio is first playing, he mm-hmm. I see him. Go right into his spreadsheets, okay. <laughs> and he's like, "Let's figure out how good." Because uh, yeah, I'd like yeah, to. Right. So, how so many is that a day? We want to run that by yeah, you. Let's test. Let's test your assumptions here. Okay. Now he's seventy-six years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now to remember, these are all individual people. It's not hugging the same person over and over again. That does not like your count. mom only counts as one. One okay. because it's five okay. to ten million people. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been alive for seventy-six years, but obviously he was not hugging. Professionally. Uh, professionally until he was a candidate. I mean, so he's been running for maybe, what, 40? I mean, what do you want to say as a politician? Since he was 35 or so. Okay. So 40, well, 41 years you'll give him up hugging? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this rate? As professional. Yeah. As professional. As professional okay. He may have hugged a lot of people, but you weren't lining people up. Right? Yeah, and you know you'll only I mean? get to, what, a few? You'll get to a few hundred maybe in maybe, normal life. Maybe in normal lifetime. Maybe a thousand. But, you, you mm-hmm. know, you're not going to really put numbers in until you're kidding. Like, I was, I was, I've always been a hugger. I've always mm-hmm. been a hugger, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, before professionally, mm-hmm. I didn't have the opportunity to hug people in lines. Right. You know, right. nobody was walking to going, I've got to get in that line over there. I wonder if they're giving out hugs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had to wait mm-hmm. until I was famous for other things, and then people were like 
Dear God, yes, I'll hug him. Now, how many days per year, Pat, is Joe Biden over these 41 years able to go out and hug on a Remember, he's got a full-time job not hugging. And not on you know, vacations, well, weekends. On campaigns, it would be a little more. And then when he's governing, a little bit less, right? A lot less. A lot less as far as hugging goes. As far as hugging. We're looking for those peak hugging days. I mean, it would be campaign days. It would be book signings. And spread over the years. Mm -hmm. So, like, how many days a year? Out of the year. I was being very generous, and I said if he works solid Saturday and Sunday, those are just hugging days. Okay. Okay. Right. I think that's a big assumption. Though. I'd give him 104 days at a year, and I'd be very generous. You think that's too generous? I do. Okay. So how many days a year? <clears throat> I'm going to say 50. 50. Maybe about half. So just Saturdays. Yeah. Give him 52. Yeah. Give him 52. 52. Okay. Yeah. 50. He's working every. No, no. He's got a vacation. At least two weeks of vacation. So he's, he's only hugging 50. 50 uh, Saturdays a year. Got some news for you. He's taking more than two weeks of vacation. Uh, but <laughs> that would give him 2,000. No, not, not, not Lunch Bucket Joe. Even Lunch Bucket Joe. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, 2,050 days of hugging, uh, which would give him to get to 5 million hugs, which was the low number. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not 5 million hugs. It's 5 million individual people he has hugged. He would have mm-hmm. to do 2,439 hugs per day <laughs> or 152 uh, hugs per waked, waking hour, uh, which is a high number. I feel like 152. Now, he could physically do one hour in which he hugged people 152 times. I think that's definitely possible. No, this is different. You gotta but again, that's almost, still almost How? three per minute, which is a good rate. To three do that, per to, minute. That's a really no, good rate. There's no head sniffing on that. No, you're almost getting there's no, no head sniffing. And there's getting, not a lot of back rubs happening. No, at no, that point. no. I'm not talking to your children about you know. He's not. He's mm-hmm. not saying. He's not getting down hey, and whispering right in their face. Hey, yeah. while they're trying to pull away, is that a training bra on you? He's uh-huh. not. He doesn't have that opportunity. <laughs> there's almost none of that. None of that. There's almost no nostril yeah. to follicle ca- right. uh, con- contact. And that is that is uh, the low number. How yeah. many does he have to hug for the high number? Ooh, yeah, that gets hard there because he's, yeah. that's three hundred and four point nine. Per waking hour mm. uh, for him to hug. And again, I'm giving him eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could, I guess, cut that down. But then you also have it's time to get ready and to travel. So, 305 per hour, per hour. seems high to me. That's yeah. five people per minute. Now, you could do, again, it's only 12 seconds no, per that's hug. Like, you could pull it off for a minute or so. But can you pull that off over You're not whispering to the, to the young kids if they've ever been in a no, Turkish is- bath. You've never, you're not well, asking that. To be yeah. fair, though, to Joe, you could be hugging one preteen and uh-huh. telling that to another preteen. Okay. You know what? I have seen him in pictures where he has yeah. his, his hand around mom and he's talking to his mom as he's, you know, just grasping for the breast of the young child. Mm. That, mm-hmm. So he gets two it's in some- one. There's some bad freeze frames of that. But I would say, <laughs> does that count? If he's count? If he's hugging two people with two arms at the same time. Are those two hugs, or is that one half hug each for? for no, I, I think you give him. Hugs. I think you get him two people. I give him two you, give people. Him, you give him credit for two. Yeah, people. What's, the max? The what's the max? There two. Uh, he's got to be touching. So mm-hmm. I would say. Maybe so group four. hug. He can get like six group or seven hug. at a time. Yeah. And we all do group hugs. We all well, do group I, hugs. I mean, maybe so maybe, maybe Mika's right. I mean, maybe he's just doing a hundred thousand person group hugs. Is that could possible? Be, could be. He's could just got to be touching touching them, and he has no problem touching them. As we've seen in, in video after video. Well, let's say you've got a thousand people in a room and he doesn't know where the door is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got a thousand people and that room should only hold like 250. 
and then he's in the center and then they all just jam in and then he's got to find the door mm-hmm. so he's got to work his way through oh yeah that that whole crowd and mm-hmm. it's so packed and tight they're rubbing all kinds of things on each other Right, and he d- gets to the wall, yeah. and he's like, no door here. Right, and so then he's, he's got to go back out of the other side. Like when he's doing, he's like uh, blindfolded. Like he's, yes. know, he's doing pin the tail on the dog. He's, he's just he's his way through the crowd. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do we count it if it's more than a hug? Does that count as a hug? Like if you just grope someone but doesn't hug them, do we give them the hug? No, I think you give them the hug. You give them the hug yeah, on because he went even further. Hug, yeah. I think. yeah. I mean, rape is still rape. base with a random person in a crowd, do we give them the hug? Yes, we give them the hug. Rape is still rape. Rape is still rape. Okay. No means no. <laughs> That's what I but think. Yes. As long as she as long as she as long say as no. she likes it, mm-hmm. as long as she's dressed mm-hmm. for it. We'd have to ask Mika. Right. You Mika know what I mean? Would be the expert. She's obviously uh, done the calculations. And you remember Mika's incredible defense of Brett Kavanaugh too? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, it was, it was big. Big. powerful. Remember yeah, that? It was oh. big. She was powerful yeah. there. Yeah. She meant it. Sure, yeah, less and, accusers uh, with less evidence. <laughs> Uh, right. But no, I think... And no photographic And no photographic No photographic. No photographic. No. And certainly not a thing that everyone's been talking about you know, for the past 15 years. When you're, exactly. when you're asking for creepy pictures, it's kind of, you know, of Joe Biden, it's kind of like that scene in Miracle on 34th Street, put it on my desk. No, Your Honor, I don't think you... Put it on my desk. <laughs> Okay, and here comes the guys with the giant sacks of photos of Joe Biden <laughs> dumping it d- and just dumping desk. it on the judge's bench. Mm-hmm. That's really the scene. Mm-hmm. Judge Kavanaugh, nothing, nothing. Put it, <laughs> just give me the evidence. Put it no, right here. You really There's don't nothing. want that. You don't want that. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, I do. Put it on my desk. <laughs> so I love that. Is That's... there more evidence of Joe Biden's gropiness or Ilan Omar's anti-Semitism? Would you say if you had to? It's pretty close. Because Omar's That's new. Well, yeah, she's new. So I mean, at this rate, this rate, she'll be way beyond Joe Biden's 40 years in about a year and a half. She's also an incredible <laughs> defender, actually, of, of Jews. Um, she, I did, really? Incredible Wait, defender. I she, didn't know. Now, yeah, hang on just yeah, a second. Yeah. She works with CARE, uh-huh. which uh-huh. is a, uh, a, a, a child uh, relationship with the Muslim Brotherhood. That's the parent organization is the Muslim Brotherhood. They don't like Jews. In fact, the Muslim <laughs> Brotherhood, you know, sure, it's largely mm-hmm. secular, but they, they mm-hmm. have in their charter... Uh, along with uh, Hamas, which is also a sister organization, um, mm-hmm. that they got to wipe out all the Jews. Yeah, and and yet they're cool yeah. with her being a defender totally, of the Jews. Totally cool with her. Huh. Yes, and I That's mean, amazing. She tells us who the real anti-Semite here is here, and I I, I think you'll agree it's Donald Trump. Um, what has that guy done for Jews but hate them? Yeah. What has he done? What <laughs> yeah. has he done? Well, let's hear her say it. All right. The thing that upsets, the thing that upsets the occupant of the White House, his coons in the Republican Party, many of our colleagues in the Democratic Party, uh-huh. is, that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that they can't stand... They cannot stand that a refugee, a black woman, an immigrant, a Muslim shows up in Congress thinking she's equal to them. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so disturbing. To okay, them. stop. So, so, so disturbing you stop to the for GOP. Second? Can you stop for a second? Do you notice where mm-hmm. the applause line was? What was the applause line there? 
It wasn't the occupant in the White House. It wasn't the GOP. It was and many of the people in our own party. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a re- right. people are missing this. Remember the civil war that's happening between the Tea Party and the GOP? Mm. It was really happening. There was it was happening. But they were making it into these guys are extremists that just want to mm-hmm. just want to take and rip you right back to 1681. Remember that? Yes. These guys are not they weren't running against Republicans. They ran against Democrats. They're running against Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and they're not running towards the Constitution. They're saying those guys are racists. The reason why Nancy Pelosi doesn't like me, the reason why the Democrats are not supporting me is because they don't like a black woman, an immigrant. Forget about what she's saying about Donald Trump. She's saying it about the Democrats. Mm. And nobody's noticing mm-hmm. that is how true. extreme she is. Nobody's saying uh, the Democrats are going Turn really themselves apart. extreme. Yeah. You ever noticed a group of people that are more focused on race than the Democrats right now? Uh, yes. Yes. I've seen it before. Uh, well, I've, well, I've seen movies about the Klan. Yeah. So, yeah. But other than the Klan, no. Uh, it's amazing. Like, yeah. uh, what, does anyone think that way? I, I, is there ever a moment where you're like, oh, I, I, I can't believe a Muslim would, would think that they're equal with us. Like, who the hell, who the hell thinks like that? What, what century are you in? Uh, who, I don't know one. No one who thinks that way. No one. I mean, Richard Spencer, maybe? David Duke? I'm sure there's a couple of people that think this way. Yeah, it's funny because you both you named Klan and Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yes. that was my You're with me. You made a very good observation. <laughs> yes, thank there, you. Yeah. All right, Simply Safe. Uh, Simply Safe would like to remind you that uh, burglars come and they, they come to your house and they, they leave your house if they look through the door and they see a burglar alarm. What is truly amazing is, what was it, Stu? Only 16% of homes in the U.S. have a burglar alarm. Yeah. And and of those homes, 80% of the burglars that will go and they look into homes, they look for burglar alarms, 80% just move on right to the next house. Why wouldn't you? Right. When most houses don't have alarms, right. why would you try to get into one that has it? So Simply Safe has this great, great system. And now they have photo uh, verification. So when your alarm is tripped, you know, a lot of people, the police, you know, they got a lot of things they're dealing with. And so they'll be like, okay, it's an alarm going off. We don't know. And it doesn't hit necessarily priority. But because Simply Safe has this photo verification, they can say, yes. We see it. There's a burglar. There's somebody trying to break into the house. You're automatically moved up to a priority dispatch, which only Simply Safe has. Nobody has this. ADT, Brinks, nobody has this unless you're a giant corporation that's paying a lot of money. This is $15 a month. Only one that covers you. It's simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. Simplysafebeck.com. Save 10%. Simplysafebeck.com. Did you see the latest on Game of Thrones? Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, people are actually very upset um, that they're killing off entire immigrant uh, populations. <laughs> what? They, they are the The Game of Thrones, uh, they were very excited that uh, they were going to make a... They, the Dothrakis were coming in. I don't know who that is. Okay, the guys with the... the, guys with the, the, the 
uh, torches. You right. know, the swords, they went in, they were all killed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so those guys, mm-hmm. that was going to be, there was going to be a great thing. They were, they're, bringing, they're bringing foreigners into the country, into the northern land, and it's going to be great. They're <laughs> going to make a positive deal. And then they kill them all. And there is actually a op-ed about how they've just lost faith in Game of Thrones. (laughs) Game of Thrones. Uh, That was going to give us some big moral lesson? I don't understand. We just got a big moral lesson from Game of Thrones from Elizabeth Warren, who told us it was proof that it's good to have strong women. She wrote a big article about how it, uh, this is evidence that strong women. Well, she can obviously help. she also she obviously <laughs> hates immigrants. I guess so. Yeah, uh, we're learning that. Apparently, she's okay with just burning them alive. You know, <laughs> apparently so. Slaughtering them. With I the have dead. not heard her discuss that particular yeah, policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, uh, we didn't cover that last night. Although Game of Thrones did play a role in uh, last night's special on socialism. If you missed it, it is available at my Facebook page. It's Facebook Glenn Beck. Uh, also, my YouTube page. Something happened last night with YouTube. I, I don't know what it could have possibly been, uh, but uh, it had a problem uh, loading last night, apparently, on, uh, on Facebook. So uh, parts of it are missing on the Blaze Facebook, so we're, we're putting and another Facebook's copy. okay, I think. It's YouTube. Oh, not YouTube. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Facebook, it's all there, and you just go to facebook.com slash Glenn Beck. Uh, and you'll be able to watch the special. Uh, it was that was the hardest special we've ever done. We've never done anything like that. Well, you talked basically for two straight hours. Thank you. With no breaks. Thank you. Well, you had a lot. I mean, it was a lot of great information. It was really good. But you must be tired. I am. But it was it is jam packed with information. And I urge you to watch it. You'll learn things that you never knew. And you can again see it. It's free. But we do ask you to join the Blaze, and you can do that today and get the 20% discount. You'll save $20 if you sign up for the year. Just use promo code GB20OFF at blazetv.com slash Glenn. GB20OFF. Welcome to the program. We're so glad that you are uh, here today. Uh, I want to tell you about our sponsors, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the group of people that will help you sell or buy your next home. You know, there's nothing worse than moving into a, a new neighborhood and then people like, you know, I could sell you this house, but, you know, there's a lot of Trump supporters around here. And you're like, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm one of them, you stupid moron. <laughs> um, when you have a real estate agent that doesn't know who you are, doesn't have your same values, uh, it can be agonizing. But you'll be able to find the right house, the right neighborhood, the right schools, everything, if you you know, do business with realestateagentsitrust.com. All we are is a, a, a matchmaking service. That's it. It's all free. You just go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll find the right real estate to buy or sell your next home. Of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. May I may I show you what white privilege is? May I show you what American arrogance is? How do I know how blessed we are in a country? Well, because Some people are so privileged that they write an op-ed that says this. 
where it once seemed like Game of Thrones had something to say about the topic of immigration and the introduction of new populations into the staid old continent of Westeros, I'm no longer sure it's interested in such heady ideas anymore because it continues to burn up entire ethnicities like kindling in the fire of an expensive battle scene. <laughs> this oh, so is so tiring. Oh no no no! This one, this one will charge your batteries. This one is so insane; it's hysterical. Game of Thrones <laughs> and their problem with immigrants. Next, this is the Glenn Beck program. First thing when you get a get into your car, you adjust the seats. And if you're lucky, you got a really nice car, and it'll it'll adjust everything. Uh, but you know, most most of them go back and forth, uh, and maybe the back goes back. Uh, but there's not a lot of you know. There's not there's nothing that's really protecting uh, your spine. There's nothing that is helping you with the lumbar. You have to just hope that you're getting into a car with the right kind of seat. Really expensive cars will have that lumbar that kind of just hugs you and and you know, keeps you f- able to walk once you get out of the car. X chair is like a really expensive car. It's it's the greatest. And it has, I don't even know. We should find out. Is It's got to have, what, 20 different adjustments on it? It has all of these different adjustments, including the lumbar, which is perfect. It You can adjust it so it fits right where you need it to fit, so it supports your back. It supports you when you're working. Honestly, you can lay back in this thing, and it is like a lazy boy. I'd watch a movie in this chair. It's an X chair, best office chair you've ever seen. For home, for work, you'll get $100 off right now at xchairbeck.com, or you can call 844-4X-CHAIR. $100 off at xchairbeck.com. That's 844-4X-CHAIR. Do it now. Wow. Wow. I am so disappointed in Game of Thrones. And uh, and so is Kyle Munzenreiter. He wrote for uh, Yahoo News that uh, he and the Munzenreiter family are very upset. because <laughs> did, did he say the whole family was upset? Or yeah, was it just the whole him? Munzenreiter. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they're very upset because he thought... That Game of Thrones was going to have something to say about the topic of immigration and the introduction of new uh, populations. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I don't know when one of the banners is a guy who is upside down and they're flaying him. I don't know. I'm not looking for any really big social meanings coming from these people. They're yeah. barbarians. And my understanding of the series, which is yes. in, in, in effect limited, <laughs> uh, I would admit. Yes, it but is. The people in Game of Thrones aren't exactly people you're supposed to, to look up to for their virtue. Right? There, no, there's, uh, there's, many there's, of them are. There's maybe two. There's maybe two in there. Uh, and and even, the, the, even those guys are sketchy. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're trying to be good people. Right. All right. Everybody else is like, kill him. Right. Like there's not, there's been how many murders in this show? And you're worried about, uh, you're worried about their stances on immigration. Yeah, no, like, it's I, not even murders. It's not even murders. Torture. Yeah, they're feeding people alive to dogs, okay? This wow. is not something... They literally, one of the characters uh, had been tortured for almost like a half a season. Tortured, like nailed to a big cross like an X. And then they they skinned him alive. They cut parts of his body off. They, I mean, tortured this guy, Okay. And we're looking for moral. <laughs> really, you're did looking he, for these guys are going to have. You know, there's a good lesson there. Did he? Did, did what was the family again? I'm sorry. Which the family, family uh, in? Oh, that wrote the, this, uh, the uh, this is the Munson Riders. The Munson Riders. Riders. Did he write an article? previously of i really have an issue with the game of thrones stance on torture no, where they're torturing no, so. everyone no. for seasons at a time well listen to him because he makes a very right. good point okay. where once it seemed like game of thrones had something to say about the topic of immigration and the introduction of new populations in the state old continent of westeros mr mutenreiter i don't know if you know westeros is fake Okay. Well, maybe we haven't looked hard enough for it. Well, could be. <laughs> uh, because they're now trying to burn up entire ethnic groups, revealing that Game of Thrones only introduced them in the first place to populate its numerous bloodbaths. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, that's, yes. That's why people are watching the show. <laughs> right. I don't know. I now, There's a commentary there that's a little bit right. interesting. One but, of us is missing something, right? and I don't think it's me. <laughs> Entire peoples with proud, interesting heroes have been given off, given the send off. They're real. They're they're not entire peoples with proud, interesting histories. They don't exist. Okay, it's a TV show. So Game of Thrones. Listen to this, Munzenreiter. Game of Thrones first started teasing that it had something big to say about the human costs. Of the idea of borders with the wildlings, or as they preferred to be known, the free folk. The group was hated by many of those in Westeros simply because they had been hated for years. It was tradition. While, of course, we know now there was actually a very good reason why that wall had to go up in the first place. Most of the characters in the show didn't believe that White Walkers and other assorted supernatural threats beyond the wall actually existed. <laughs> I bet you Munzenreiter is not a guy who believes in God. Okay, listen to, listen to him. He's saying, well, you know, that's because they didn't believe. There were so many people that didn't believe in the supernatural. Mm. I mean, you know, there's a really good reason. It wasn't hate. It, listen to this. It wasn't hate. It was their lack of belief in the supernatural. Oh. Again, oh. I think you're missing something. One of us is, and I don't, again, think it's me. While, of course, we now know there was a good reason the wall had to go up in the first place, most of the characters didn't believe that the White Walkers and other supernatural threats beyond the wall existed. Most of them had come believed that the wall was simply there to keep the free folk out. The show then spent several seasons humanizing the free folk, tracking their the peace and eventually came uh, to uh, the, the peace that they came to with the Northerners and exposing... <laughs> 
and expose the show mm-hmm. was exposing centuries of old bigotries. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> this is unreal. <laughs> they are not centuries of old bigotries. It was a guy. It was a fat guy, probably in his underpants behind a typewriter or his computer typing this in just a few years ago. There are no centuries of bigotry. That's a, you should be thrilled to find this out. Oh I mean, you thought these poor people were being crushed and their dreams dissolved, and yet in reality they didn't have any dreams because they're not a thing. This does this not fall into the life of the old the old phrase we used to use back in the day of just get a life. Yes, that's really all it is. It if you, really if this is. This is your life, and you're you're upset at the statements Game of Thrones is making about immigration. I mean, these poor. You know, people say snowflakes all the time, mm. and I, you know, it's like an overused term. You know, it's you know, we get it. But like, can you imagine if these leftists had to deal with what conservatives deal with? Every show says your values are horrible. Every show tells you that what you believe is the worst thing on the planet. It's they're all designed to tell you how awful you are and we still sit here and be like ah it was a good show even though they told me (laughs) that anyone who doesn't believe in abortion should be murdered but i mean it was a good show (laughs) right like we have to deal with this all the time we don't you know cry about it and write op-eds about the disappointment you have in the series it is amazing to me this is just amazing to me can you i mean think of this guy's life how privileged (laughs) this guy's life really is Mm. uh he's he goes on to say, the show spent several seasons humanizing the free folk and exposing centuries of old bigotries as nonsense. Indeed, some of the biggest purest romantic storylines on the show were between free folk and the Westeros citizens. It wasn't hard to see the show grappling with what Westeros would look like after it came to recognize the free folk as equals. What? I see, I'm listening. Nobody's, I have no Not only do I not understand his point, I still don't understand any of the characters, so it's really hard. There, <laughs> what would it look like? Would there be an eighth kingdom? A spot on the small council? In some ways, the show still might attempt that, but it's not like that many free folk are left to even work with. This is insane. Mm. Now, I'm surprised he didn't go here, but he could have gone to where I immediately thought when i saw this i thought of course they send the minorities of course they send not the free folk in because they're all white they're all from the north who do they send in first (laughs) they send in the minorities from a distant land that's who they send in and then who's second oh i don't know the unsullied oh those were the slaves that you freed Really? And all the white people ran to the castle. That's the real injustice. <laughs> That's the way white people will do you every time. Uh, well, you know that from Barack Obama's book, which was a book almost as good as the Game of Thrones series. Uh, well, I, it's just almost as much fiction as Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's one thing to, to make a fun point tying it to pop culture. I mean, we've everybody does that. I think that's an okay thing. But I just th- this idea that it seems to really bother these people. Like uh, Elizabeth Warren, I sent this to you because I just still don't understand what any of it means. Um, but uh, she wrote an op-ed for New York Magazine called "The World Needs Fewer Cersei Lannisters." Yes, yeah, Cersei Lannisters. Cersei yeah. Lannisters. Yeah. And she writes about how you need more 
Dareness Targaryenus Targaryen. <laughs> I'm not going to correct you. I'm going to just. The point is, whatever she's saying here is, yeah, it's such a pathetic attempt to pander to everyone. You know, you know, we need more powerful women. This fictional show that happens to be at the top of the ratings proves it. She's so transparent. It's ah, She makes me cringe with everything she does on the campaign. So, Unlike any of these other candidates, Elizabeth Warren has this cringe factor that it's like it's almost no, you overwhelming. Know you know what? Hang on just a second. I'm going to grab me a beer. Ah! Oh, just just you saying oh, hi, it. honey. Oh. Hi, honey. Uh, my my husband uh, just walked in. Mm. Mm. I'm <coughs> I'm having a beer for the first time uh, in quite some time. But uh, that's what we do. We have me some beer. Anyway, go ahead. You were saying so she's so transparent and it's so cringy. Uh-huh. And look, here's the thing. Here's here's honestly the thing. OK. <laughs> And I, I, I actually heard a comedian say this the other day, and it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. We are not meant to know this many people. We're just not meant to know this many people. We're not supposed to know this many people. Hmm. Right now. Are you meant of, to hug five to ten million people? No, you're not. No? Okay. You, you, there are people in our life that were just working at the convenience store they were the gas station or they were the you know doorman or your mm-hmm. next door neighbor that you'd just be like hey bill you didn't know anything about bill okay he lived three doors down you just he was a neighbor that would always wave, wave to you you all you knew about bill is hey as bill you know the guy who lives a couple doors down is he dead because he i haven't seen him <laughs> for a while okay that's all we knew about yeah now with facebook we know everything about Bill. And the reason why we didn't know about Bill before is because Bill is freaking nuts. Bill is in his house going, you know what? Let me tell you about these bastards of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and you immediately go, I don't want to know any more about Bill. Yeah, you actually are aware of more things about people, but you want to know less people. Yes, because that's the mm-hmm. way we're built. Because people are awful. Let's be honest right? about we're it. We're supposed mm-hmm. to just know a few people because there's only a few people you need to know. Yeah. Because you become a homicidal maniac if you start to know everything about everybody you're like i am surrounded by crazy people you had this right the documentary the village they moved out into the middle no, of a field no, actually, i think this is and they, they only the... knew the people around them and Can i tell you something let me tell you, i'm a little disturbed at what they were doing with immigrant populations but we'll get into that later let me tell you something i would move to the village tomorrow Still, I need the bathrooms. I, what the, no, 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 no. I need no, no, no. I don't, I don't go back to the 1800s. Right. You no, just, I just say no. You, there's nothing beyond the wall except monsters. Build an intranet right, right around right. so the people in your little community of like 50 yep. people can talk to each other. You can go yep. on. You can look at the sports scores yep. of whatever team is there because the other two right. people that you know. And you know that's it. Well, you know what's crazy is in the movie Village, they had to lie to their children and say they were monsters. No, I just go on inter- go on the internet. <laughs> I look just at them. yeah, I just mm-hmm. I just say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we have a a live webcam on what the other was on the other side of the wall. Look, kids, they're monsters on the other side of the wall. Don't go out. Just show them pr- the Democratic primary. That's all you, you got to do. That's all you have to do. Don't go out there. This, that's what people are like out there. That's what their leader is yeah. like. Don't do it. 
<laughs> All right, 23andMe. 23andMe has a uh, special right now for a limited time for Mother's Day. It's a health and ancestry kit, and it happens uh, until May 13th. You can get $30 off of this. Now, the 23andMe, the health and ancestry kit, mom will be able to discover how her genes may influence her health. More than 125 personalized genetic reports that feature information on her traits, uh, her, her genetic weight, caffeine consumption, things that mom should or shouldn't do. Um, and it's pretty fascinating to read. When Tanya did it and I did it just a few, uh, what, about a month or so ago, we were fast. I was just, it was fascinating to read. And I'm kind of into this stuff. My kids were the ones who were saying, mom, 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 can we open it yet? Can we open it yet? And she's like, no, not until dad comes home. Because, you know, they came, they came at different times. And, uh, and we sat around as a family, and that's what we did one night was just go over that. It's cool. It was really, it's really a cool experience. 23andme.com, 23andme, the number 23andme.com, slash Beck. When you use the slash Beck, you'll be able to get that uh, $30 uh, off on their health and ancestry kit. So do it now. Again, this ends May 13th. That's 23andme.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So we did a, uh, we did a special last night uh, on socialism uh, and... I think on Facebook there are about quarter of a million views on it uh, as of this morning. Uh, didn't Mary Matlin? She yeah. tweet. I saw this. She's tweet. awesome. I love Mary Matlin. So do I. She wrote and she said she watched it. She says, uh, "Bravo, subscribing under multiple names." <laughs> but she wrote. She wrote that at like at one thirty or yeah, something this yeah. morning. So awesome. she was up uh, watching it on demand. It's free. You can watch it. It's on uh, my YouTube page and also on my Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash Glenn and you can watch it it is it, it there it is jam-packed I don't know if we've ever done a special uh like this before it was two hours of just wall-to-wall information my, I told my kids I said you're gonna watch you have to watch it and I'm gonna ask you questions and uh, afterwards because they were they were sitting in the green room and they were watching in there with mom and afterwards they had watched the whole thing my kids don't do that I watched my kids watch the whole thing. They even took four pages of notes afterwards. They were like, and, and they were like, we, we got home and we talked about them. They were actually like real notes. It wasn't like dad and look like you had a booger on your face. Uh, they actually learned something and uh, it was refreshing, refreshing. Um, make sure that you watch it. And also, if you get any value out of this, please, one of the things that we can do is uh, and must do is support one another. I'm a member of Daily Wire. I, I mean, maybe once a month I can watch Ben Shapiro, um, but I, I, I'm a subscriber to the Daily Wire because I believe he's got an important voice, and that is an important outlet that needs to be supported. Mm-hmm. I was a I was one of the first subscribers of CRTV, and I was a subscriber for years because I believed in what Mark was trying to do. I don't care if you're if you decide that your 995 needs to go to me or to Bill O'Reilly or to whoever, please, please. Our voices, um, Stephen Crowder, who's on the blaze, 
Steven Crowder is about to lose his YouTube uh, channel. He's got, what, 4 million people, subscribers on YouTube? He is a big deal on YouTube. And they are, they are hassling him every single time he posts. He's demonetized every time. We're demonetized. I can't make any money on YouTube. You know, people are like, oh, if you've got a million subscribers on YouTube. Really? Is that the way it works for people who, don't, or who aren't conservative? Because we don't make a dime because we're demonetized every time. So, we ask that you subscribe. Now, if you can't subscribe to The Blaze, today I'm $20 off. We've never offered that before. $20 off your subscription. We want you to be a member. Just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Put the promo code GB20OFF, GB20OFF. That's your promo code, 20% off. That happens, that ends today, so you got to do it today, but please join us. And if you can't afford it, I understand that's totally cool. Would you go to my YouTube page or my Facebook page and subscribe? The more people that are subscribing, rating, and reviewing, the more the algorithms share this information. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, I thought for a while that that pain in my backside was Stu. And so I, I put Preparation H all over him, and then I made him take Relief Factor, hoping that he would shrink. But he didn't. And so I've been, I've, I've been just not worried about that pain in my backside anymore. I've been worried about the pain that I can, I can actually relieve with Relief Factor. Relief Factor actually shrinks the problem. Man, I need a shrink ray for Stu. But it shrinks the problem. <laughs> it, the problem with most of our bodies is inflammation. And that can happen from food, injury, whatever. But inflammation in our body causes pain, causes cancer, all kinds of bad stuff. Um, relief factor is a natural four key ingredients that naturally work on your body to reduce inflammation. And it has reduced my pain dramatically. 70% of the people who try it for their quick start go on to order more month after month because it works. Get your life back. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. Shrink gun not included. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use that promo code GB20OFF. GB20OFF. You get 20 bucks off your subscription. You can watch a special from, about socialism from last night as well. You know, Ocasio-Cortez uh, and Sanders have been silent on Venezuela. Um, and, and now the left is starting to say that the United States caused all of this suffering. It, it, is, it is absolutely insane what's going on. Uh, this is a socialist nation. Everybody knows that because everybody from Hollywood was down there talking about how great socialism is. Then Maduro, as always happens with real socialist countries, you have to understand Sweden, Denmark, all of that, Canada, they're not socialist. They have socialized aspects, but they are not a socialist country. As we learned last night, direct democracy is one of the key factors. It's why you're seeing right now this big push to get rid of the Electoral College. If you want anything, if you, you're like, what can I do? Here it is. Work really hard to stop uh, the Electoral College from being changed. Direct democracy is made to sound like a good deal, but that is the, the number one 
it's actually number two on the list. First is grab the culture. Culture's gone. Number two is direct democracy. And that's what we're in that phase right now. And once they have that, then, well, you have things like Maduro because the people vote. And all you have to do is bribe people, twist people's arms. Uh, I mean, he, he was doing all kinds of things. He ran out of people's money. So what did he do? He had to rig the election. Now, uh, Guaido, who is the recognized president, the recognized winner. This is not a coup. He was the recognized winner uh, by the international community because there was such corruption. And now we see uh, Guaido yesterday trying to, uh, and two days, last two days, trying to take the power from Maduro. But it looks like Jason uh, Buttrell is with us. Jason, it is, it looks like it's over. I mean, it, it has the appearance if you watch the official state media, um, which is something that, again, that, that's one of the crucial things that the, the opposition has to do. They they've ha- they have to find some way to but get their voice they, out to the people. How do they do that? Isn't the headquarters of the state media now at the palace? Yeah, and they're making a whole lot different. I mean, I've, I've talked about this before, but it's really important to, uh, on movements such as this. And the, the perfect example was in Turkey when they attempted their failed coup. Mm-hmm. But the first thing they did was they, they got the military. They got the military behind, uh, on, you know, behind them. Mm-hmm. That's something, again, that this opposition doesn't really seem like they have right now. But once you get the media, once you get the financing that you need, which the international community, including us, that's why we're shutting down banks internationally. That's why we're helping them get most of the country's assets in the hands of the opposition mm-hmm. in Guaido. Um, because if they don't do that, then, then the movement's dead, dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. But the third important step is seizing some kind of media. Because if you can't give the appearance that, hey, this is going well. Nobody wants to join. Nobody wants to join because they think they're going to be the ones that are on the left on the opposite side Mm -hmm. if Maduro wins. And they're all going to, and that's, and they would all inevitably probably get killed if that's, so what is happening to uh, Guaido? He can't be killed or thrown in prison, can he? The international community would go crazy. That's, that's one of the biggest reasons I think why Maduro hasn't moved against him. Now think about what Maduro has seen him do. He's seen him, he was, Guaido was actually leading the forces that were going to attack that air force base a, f- a couple of days ago he was out there leading the forces so he does have you know some blood on his hands already on this but if maduro just goes straight after him then the united states he maduro's fearing will retaliate in some way but also that but you just martyred a guy you martyred a guy that has tens of thousands hundreds literally hundreds of thousands of people that he can call upon to march in the streets you kill that guy then that could be the final push that makes them march on the palace to take the media to take everything else we have to pray for the people of venezuela they're just trying to get their republic back remember uh, 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 it's really critical that you understand a representative republic it is not a democracy. Direct democracy is is a death knell. Our, our founders were so clear on this because then it's just mob rule. Then it's 50 percent. If you can get 50 percent, well, then you got it. Well, that's not what we do. We protect the underdog. And what they're trying to do is just make sure that the underdog has no chance. That's direct democracy. You pointed out last night in your special, that was what the communists in the Soviet Union that were trying to take over these countries legally, they called direct democracy the revolutionary tool 
of the movement, the revolutionary tool. There were five <laughs> things that we lined out in the special last night that had to happen. All five of them are, no, sorry, four of them are done. One is in the last stages, and that is direct democracy. If we didn't have uh, the Electoral College, it would already be done. We are that close to losing the country. Uh, and if you're looking for something to do, that's the fight you need to get into. We are not a democracy. We are a republic, a representative republic. And we have all of these rules for a reason. And it is, honestly, to slow mobs down. Our founders studied other, uh, other um, uh, governments. And they, they studied why did they succeed, why did they fail. Democracies always fail because it becomes mob rule. And because somebody can get in there and then just take control. And that is exactly what the socialists are now trying to do. By the way, if you if you missed this special last night, uh, not only is there, I mean, a good 90 minutes of just solid information that I just you're not seeing any place else. We make the case uh, that I think is really important and we do it without hyperbole. We are not, you know, well, they're all commies. We, we show you what they're actually saying behind the scenes. So they can tell you anything. Oh, I'm not against capitalism. But we'll show you what they're actually saying and what they're doing and the seeds that they're planting. The New Green Deal is one of them. And we show it to you historically. We compare it to what uh, the Soviets did to Czechoslovakia. And there is a pattern to this. You want to flip a country you can flip it in three years. They did with Czechoslovakia. Three years. Now, it's taken longer because we have 250 years of, of freedom behind us. But we are close. We are really close. But at one point, you know, I, uh, about, a, I don't even know, about two hours into it or an hour and a half <laughs> into it, uh, uh, I start talking about things that we can do and where do we find hope. I want to give you just a little piece of that from last night's special. You can find it on my Facebook page, on YouTube, and, of course, if you're a subscriber, at blazetv.com. Listen. We must stand firm for and further the cause of individual sovereignty, justice, individual justice, and individual dignity. Social justice of the 1850 has been perverted intentionally into collective justice of today, and it is a lie, it is evil, and it is bloodthirsty. The founding declaration words are worth dying for. But more importantly, they are worth living for. And live we must. Socialism, collectivism, authoritarianism, I don't care what you call it, it's a death cult. But it will not and cannot be beaten by fighting hate with hate or lies with more lies. We will not survive if our goal is just to change men's minds or to win. We must change men's hearts, including our own. There is no winning when half the country feels like they've just lost. But here's where we've gone wrong. We don't think we have anything in common, but we do. No one crosses an ocean in a rickety wooden sailboat for months. Nobody risks their lives in a homemade raft to cross the gulf 
to get to Florida or send their children to cross a dangerous river in the middle of the night with dangerous coyotes because of our GDP or our low unemployment rate or even, yes, blessed universal health care. People don't come here for that. They come here for the American idea. For most of the world who are currently praying for us, please, America, wake up. We still are the shining city on the hill. They can see it. Perhaps we've grown so accustomed to freedom's lamp that we no longer turn around to even notice the flame that lights the world's path. Yes, this is a place that sometimes sucks. This is a place that sometimes you get rich, sometimes you don't. This is a place where if you work hard, play by the rules, and build your own mousetrap, sometimes you can live the life you design. Perhaps you'll even become rich. But when we look at the entire population of the entire earth, even the poorest among us in America are the wealthiest 1%. But even this argument is missing the point. That is a uniquely spoiled, entitled, and American way of looking at things because people do not escape oppression to come here to get rich. They come here to be free. And at this hour, at least at this hour, we still are. Our sponsor, this half hour. Is 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers, Mother's Day. If you can't be with mom, um, you can still make a big impression. You can let her know that you're thinking about her. And, you know, mom knows you better than anybody else, and she knows when you're bluffing. Uh, she knows when you're like, oh, yeah, uh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't stop at the gas station and get these flowers for your mom. <laughs> Why mom do they knows. smell like gasoline? Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, no, that's the way roses, hey. <laughs> Rose by any other name still smells like gasoline, Mom. That's, I read that someplace. Anyway, um, 1-800-Flowers.com has quality, quality flowers. Uh, right now, you can get 24 multicolored roses for 24 bucks. That's a dollar per rose. These are beautiful, beautiful roses. Mom will know exactly how much you love, uh, how much you love her. It's something thoughtful, uh, something that you can afford. You're not going to spend an awful lot of money. 24 roses for 24 bucks is a great deal. You can go to 1-800-Flowers.com. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. This offer expires tomorrow, so you have to do it today. Don't put this off. 1-800-Flowers.com. It's your mom. Perhaps it's your wife and the mother of your children. Take care of her. If, if you don't want flowers, they have all kinds of stuff. Just check it out. 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. If you enter the uh, promo code back after you click on the radio icon, you're going to see this uh, special and many others of 24 multicolored roses for $24, but that offer expires tomorrow. 1-800-Flowers.com. Click on the radio icon and use the code back. So uh, I would just like to talk to the conservatives of this audience for a minute. Do you remember how upset we were when uh, the Democrats and Barack, Barack Obama decided to spend $700 billion, $700 billion on a uh, infrastructure project? And we went bananas. I mean, it was the, so. it was tarp and the seven hundred billion that got what's his name to stand on the uh, the floor of the Chicago Mercantile. Rick Santelli. Say, yeah. And say there needs to be a tea party. 
okay, because of the $700 billion. Donald Trump yesterday introduced a a trillion dollar stimulus. Then it became a $1.5 trillion. And he met with Nancy and Chuck, and they had a great meeting yesterday. And now it's a $2 trillion infrastructure program. Yeah, that's basically, you remember the $700 billion, three of those in one bill. Three three of the, the thing we complained about a lot in one bill. I mean, think about this. This was, when it was $1.5 trillion, the one meeting with Chuck and Nancy added almost the entire Obama, Obama bill. In one meeting, yeah, uh, there and now were, we're up to was, two trillion. It was during the Obama administration that the entire budget of the U.S. was two trillion dollars a year. Mm. I mean, okay, we, that, that we, we have we're doubling, doubling our budget. And uh, do you do you know when we get back after the top of the hour, I want to talk about Green Mountain Care. Mm. Nobody really talks about Green Mountain Care. Did you know that the state of Vermont? had its own fully Medicare for all kind of thing, universal health care for every citizen of Vermont. It was called Green Mountain Care. And it was started in 2011. And I, you know, the reason why we didn't argue about it is you have a right to have that. If that's what you want to do as a state, go ahead. It's going to bankrupt you, but go ahead. I'm not going to pay for it. From 2011 to 2014, I want to give you the story of Bernie Sanders' own state trying this and why it fails. Why there are, why no state is saying, we'll just take it on. Why not? If it's so great, if it works, why not just take it on at the state level? Well, Vermont tried and it collapsed under its own weight. Wait until you hear the details of this. But I'm going to take it a step further than the details. I'm going to tell you why. And I have evidence of it in that tale. Why do they have to make sure that the federal government does it? And it, it ties directly into the $2 trillion. Donald Trump believes in debt. He believes in debt. I do not. There is a good, you know, there's good debt and bad debt. You, if you have debt on your house, that's fine. Okay. Would, would it be better if you didn't have debt on your house? Yeah. If you have debt on your car, okay, All right, you have to get around. As long as the ratios are there, so you're not hemorrhaging and barely making it for that debt. You're not going to survive that because you'll have good times and bad times. You have to keep your debt low. When, you are, when your debt is way out of whack with what you can afford, no one makes it except for the federal government. Which brings me back to Green Mountain Care and our $2 trillion stimulus package for infrastructure. Remember, we're in a good economy and they're doing a $2 trillion stimulus package? What, what, uh, what does he okay if we're in a bad economy? Home Title Lock? Yeah, Home as Title our sponsor. Lock. Yeah. Uh, yep, we, we love Home Title Lock because they protect our homes. Yes. Against people who want to steal the things from them. You need Home Title Lock right now. You can get a $100 search for free to make sure this hasn't happened to you. It, it I mean, it's amazing how fast it is to steal your home, borrow against it, and then you lose your home. And there is example after example, and if you lose your home, you're done. 
I mean, it, it takes forever to iron this out. Home Title Lock will stand guard on your title. Only company that does it. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The state of Vermont did what states are supposed to do. States, if they decide that they want to do, let's say, a single-payer health care plan, they can do it. They can choose to do that, and Vermont did. Bernie Sanders' state tried a single-payer health care plan. Three and a half years into it, the then-governor, Peter Shumlin, who... Wasn't that the family's name from ALF? The Shumlin family? Anyway, <laughs> I have no idea how you could pull that out. If you're right, I'm going to be amazed. Shumlin, Shumlin, Shumway, Shumway. Oh, I'm totally looking this up now. Okay. We'll get to the big important things like that in a second. And what happened? What happened? 2011, they tried single payer in Vermont. What happened? And how does, what should we learn from this in one minute? This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Tanner family. It's a Shumway. Who is the Shumway family? Wasn't Shumway, wasn't Shumway on, uh, with, like, with Tennessee Tuxedo in that no, cartoon? No, no, no. Look for Shumway family. Shumway. TV Shumways. Shumway. I thought Shum, Shumway was on, like, with Tennessee Tuxedo in those cartoons. No, no, no. Those is the Shumways. I I thought it was I thought it was Alf. Oh, okay. So Alf himself was Shumway. He was named Shumway by Willie Tanner. So that okay. is impressive work. Right. Wow! I, I knew say. there was a Shumway. I'm like, how did I, where did I get Shumway? And I, I'm like, there's Shumways, 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 and I keep hearing it is in Alf's voice. And Tennessee Tuxedo is Chumley, not Shumway. Chumley. I was closer. So you are, you, I think you win. You win that battle. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about Gold Line. Uh, may I just may I just tell you uh, between what I'm going to tell you right now and what I'm going to tell you about Vermont, uh, you really, really need to look into gold right now. Um, yesterday, Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Oh man, they were chums they were i would rather have alf shumway uh do the budget um two trillion dollars in infrastructure that's a stimulus package of two trillion dollars why would we do that in a great economy can you imagine what they're going to spend in a bad economy i'm going to explain to you this new economic theory that is going around that is absolute Deadly. It is the death knell of the republic. It is the death knell of the dollar. And it's coming. It is coming. When you, you think we can just print money. You know, money doesn't, it really doesn't, gold doesn't matter. We can print as much as you want. It's, it's craziness. It's craziness. Anyway, uh, may I suggest that you have something you can barter with? Uh, something of lasting value and gold is that thing of lasting value you can find out if gold or silver is right for you by reading all the important risk information at goldline.com i want you to call goldline now and ask them about this this is their um 
this is their legal tender bar, and it has 10 one-tenth of an ounce gold bars. It's all from the Canadian Mint, so it's clearly, um, uh, you know, gold bullion, 99.9% pure, made by the Canadian Mint, comes in this little kind of credit card size uh, carrying case that you just open up, and then you can take one of them out for, um, uh, you know, for barter purposes and trade. And I know this sounds crazy, but as I said on the special last night, it's time to think out of the box. You will be surprised if you allow the normalcy bias to take residency in your head. Things are not normal. Stop pretending that they are. I want you to call Goldline now. one goldline one goldline or goldline.com. Tell them Shumway sent you. People at Goldline be like, what is this Shumway, Shumway sent us thing? People are calling because of Shumway. Uh, all right. Let me, let, me, let me give you this story. Three and a half years after then, Governor uh, Pete Shumlin of Vermont signed into law a vision for the nation's first single-payer health system. His small team was still struggling to find a way to pay for it three years in. With a deadline bearing down, they worked through a frozen mid-December weekend, trying one computer model Friday night, another Saturday night, and yet another Sunday morning. If they kept going, the governor asked his exhausted team on Monday, could they arrive at a tax plan that would be politically palatable? No, (laughs) they said. No, they could not. Now remember, this is a state where everybody wants to do this. Okay, this is a state that decided we're going to do a single payer tax plan. We should point out there are many listeners in Vermont that listen to this program who do not want to do it. Yeah. So it wasn't everybody. I just mean, right. It it was was over 50 percent. Yeah, it was. uh, It was something that was politically popular. Yeah, very politically popular. And these people were trying to really work this out. And they had promised people that it was going to be cheaper, that it was going to be affordable, that it was all going to be great. Two days later, December 17th, 2014. Shumlin, a Democrat who had been swept into office promising a health care system that left no one uninsured, announced that he was giving up. He said it was the greatest political disappointment in his life. Now, Green Mountain Care was the health system that Vermont came up with. Green Mountain Care, the single payer effort. And it started in euphoria. Everybody was excited in 2011. By 2014, it was, can we land this thing in the trees? That's three years. Now, why is it nobody's talking about what happened? Here's what happened. They went into publicly financed health care. And Vermont had optimal conditions. Okay, it's not like Vermont is, you know, loaded with, you know, inner cities of poor people. And, you know, it's just it's it's Vermont for the love of Pete. Okay, And maybe somebody is like, I had too much maple syrup and I just really don't feel well. It was it was the optimal circumstance if health care was going to last. Advocates at the time shared a belief that borders on the theological, that's according to a report, that such a system would save money. One analyst put it, even though no one knew what it would cost when they passed in, the, in, in Vermont, 
They just knew it would save money. That belief would prove to be naive. The choices that Chumlin favored would essentially have doubled Vermont's budget. Think of that. We're talking now about universal health care in the United States. In Vermont, when they tried it, it would have doubled the budget. And it was also would have raised state income taxes almost 10%, 9.5, plus an 11.5 payroll tax. So you have businesses on every employee charged 11.5% more and every income taxed 9.5% more. And they still couldn't make it work. Shumlin said it would pose a risk of economic shock. You would no longer have private health care. But it would pose economic shock. The dozens of decisions the governor's team made in designing the system, what benefits to include, whom to cover, and the amount of -of out-of-pocket cost required trade-offs with big winners and losers. Quote, I see no evidence from the Medicare for All advocacy community of a serious effort to understand and learn from the lessons from Vermont's failure. Who said this? John McDonough. He was the senior aide to Senator Ed Kennedy. Okay, so Ted Kennedy's boy is like, "Uh, I just want you to know this didn't work out. And I don't see anybody actually looking at what this failure means. Okay, so we can use this as a stat. Hey, well, universal health care, you know, it didn't work in Vermont. Well, there's lots of reasons it didn't work. You're probably one of those people that say Venezuela was socialist. Yes, because it was and is. Here is what we need to learn, not another talking point. What we need to learn is why don't states do this? If everybody in in the political world is convinced this works, for instance, if Texas, Texas is, you know, cutting edge on a lot of stuff, not on big government programs, but but if Texas felt that they could save everybody a buttload of money, cover everybody, it would be better for the health of the state, the health of the people. It would be an attractive thing for business. They'd do it in a heartbeat. Would you agree with that? If it made sense. Well, I mean, I think there's a principal issue here as well. But I I understand what you're saying. I I think you could convince Texans to uh, break that principle. I mean, look how maybe not 20 years ago, but today there's an, we're close enough to a blue uh, line here in Texas that I think you could get that over. If it was, let's say it was working incredibly well all over the country. Yeah. If, if Vermont know, would have made it work and right. it was saving business and the state money, they would do it in our, this is the concept of federalism, right? Correct. Vermont Correct. tries it out. See what, sees what they can do. They, Correct. they take the risk. And if it works then everyone can copy them. So why is it that everybody in Washington is convinced that this is going to save money? It's going to be good for business. It's going to be good for people. Everybody's going to love it mm-hmm. and it will work. 
Why is it they don't try it on the state level? Huh, well, I mean, they did once here with Vermont. Mm-hmm. But why isn't every blue state attempting this? Why? Why? Okay, hmm. You could learn from Vermont and you could say, okay, well, Vermont didn't do this and this and this. So let's As try we it. know, socialism just hasn't been tried correctly yet. Correct. They did it the wrong way right. last time. We here in, uh, you know, our, in Maryland can do it right. Correct. Why don't they do it? Why the rush to take it out of a lab and try it directly on the patient? We don't do that with drugs, do we? We don't say, no, really, seriously, this is going to cure cancer. This is going to be revolutionary. It's going to cure cancer. We don't inject that into a body, do we? We try it first on a rat, then maybe a bunny rabbit. And then we work our way up, and then we do blind tests We do all kinds of tests with small little groups. Why? Because we don't want to just start injecting people with something that could kill them. Even when they're on the verge of death. Right. We We say, don't do that. We just did. I mean, one of the things Trump did was the right to try. That just happened. Okay. So we don't do that. But why would we do that to the body of America? Why would we just forget the lab tests, forget trying it on little states, Forget trying it in communities. Let's just inject with this new cure for cancer. Why? I'll tell you in one minute. Sponsor of this half hour is My Patriot Supply. Hey, trouble's coming. It looks like there's a big storm. Uh-oh, looks like our power may be knocked out. Uh-oh, maybe trapped in the house for a while because of flood. What's the first thing you do? If you think your first response is, better go to the grocery store, you're not prepared. You're not prepared for anything that might be coming our way. My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is there for a snowstorm or even things like what's happening in Venezuela. Those poor people in Venezuela. There is a a way to avoid panic in your life, and that is preparation. Make sure that you're prepared. You have enough food. You have enough water for anything that life could throw your way. And I'm not talking about, you know, you've got to bury it in the middle of the desert. I mean, I would, but um, (laughs) you don't have to. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, just two weeks of food, two weeks of food. That's it. Right now, two week emergency food kit. Is at a special price you can save $62 when you go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Two weeks emergency food. It's only uh, priced only this week to save $62. Preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. 10 seconds, station ID. To reset here, Vermont tried to do single payer. And this is, if you were going to do single payer in a state, it was going to work. This is the best place you could have possibly done it. Has some of the nation's healthiest residents with some of the lowest rates of uninsured. It's small and homogeneous. It uh, shares a border with Canada, putting an existing single payer system within sight. And it has just one main insurer, the nonprofit Blue Cross Blue Shield of Vermont, repeatedly ranked the most efficient Blue Cross Blue Shield plan in the nation. So they didn't have much work to do here. This was an easy one. This isn't like a difficult state where there's a lot of people uninsured or a lot of uh, poor residents that didn't have insurance. This is the easiest state you could have tried this in, and it still failed 
in a catastrophic fashion. Catastrophic way. Catastrophic failure. So why isn't anybody studying this? Sincerely, why isn't anybody studying this? Why isn't, if you're serious about healthcare, why are you not up there and looking at everything and going, where did it go wrong? And let's correct those little tiny correct. issues with our wonderful right. plan and move it to Maryland where, or somewhere else. Or somewhere else. Oh. Even, even if the feds were doing it, if they were serious, hmm. why wouldn't you be examining this and going, where did you go wrong? Where did you go wrong? What, what can you, hey, did you try this? Did you try this? Here's why states don't do it. And the reason why is there's one thing states cannot do against the law. States cannot do it. And it stops universal health care from happening. I know you know it's due. Mm-hmm. What is it? They can't print money. Exactly right. So what happened in Vermont is the governor said, can we get any federal bailouts can we get federal money for this well they missed a deadline they couldn't get the paperwork in time federal government they didn't know if that money was coming well they couldn't put the state at risk and promised money that may not come so they couldn't do it on their own so now wait wait where would the federal government have gotten that money the same place that Donald Trump yesterday found an additional $500 billion. Under Obama, our yearly budget was about $2 trillion. Yesterday, President Obama, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer okayed a $2 trillion spending package for infrastructure. For infrastructure. Three Times the size of Obama's infrastructure package. Three times. Two trillion dollars. No more Chuck and Nancy meetings, please. Right. No more Wait, Chuck and Nancy meetings. So where do we get that money? We print it. There is a new monetary theory that well, is going mo- I would call it modern, Glenn. It's a modern, modern monetary theory. MMT okay. is MMT. what they call it. it this, is, this is really its name. Oh, yeah. Modern monetary uh, theory. And they're only saying it's modern because, well, if they tell the truth, this is as old as the dirt. But if you say it's modern, it's progressive. It's something new. You know, like when you, you, know, you would see Tide with new flavor crystals or whatever it is for the Tide. <laughs> you know, they say new. It's really not new. Really not. It's not. It's just packaging. The new monetary theory. Stu, can you explain this theory in a way that it makes, well, it makes any kind of sense? I mean, it's going to, we have approximately 30 seconds here, and it's going to be longer than that. But to kind of summarize, it's basically printing money with no, with no, restriction and like there's not a whenever a, a company is going to go bad well, you've seen this happen in china a lot whenever a company is going to go bad or it's going to go bankrupt the 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 federal government just infuses them with capital mm-hmm. uh printed money mm-hmm. that then that brings them back to life for another year until next time they go bad and then they infuse them with more money mm-hmm. and the idea is you're always raising it up and we the the fear of getting to a point where we're too far into debt is completely overblown it's not really a thing and people just don't understand that MMT solves that problem. 
There's no, they don't, there's no more, there's no more, we're going to cut the budget. There's no more um, uh, austerity measures. There's no, none of yeah, that. There's no you just keep to. printing, printing, under printing, whatever new, you need. Under modern monetary theory, there's no stopping the printing press. You want something? Buy it. No big deal. You don't need gold. You don't need anything. You just print it. Now, I hate to say that this has been tried before, but that was old monetary theory. No, not, okay. not the modern one? Yeah, the no, old-timey modern? The old-timey, yeah, okay. just turn on a printing press. That's the old-timey uh, monetary theory. And that ends in Zimbabwe. That ends in the Weimar. That ends in uh, uh, Venezuela. But you notice Venezuela, V, Weimar, W. Uh, what was the other one that I just said? Uh, uh, in Africa, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Z. Mm-hmm. V, W, Z. I mean, that's all at the end of the alphabet. We're not even using those letters anymore. Those are old, outdated letters. Okay. Of course those didn't work. Those were old, outdated theories and old, outdated countries. This is new. This is modern monetary theory. It's not printing money. It's digitizing money. We're just moving digits around. And there's no end to the money. You don't have to earn it. This is new. This is modern. This is a death sentence. And it's coming. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Would you rather have been living in the Cold War where we could have been vaporized <laughs> or now? I'm not I'm not sure. I was living through some of it and it wasn't exactly fun. No. Uh, ZipRecruiter. Hiring is really tough. Really tough. Especially now. I mean, our employment rate is, is so good right now that it's, it's, it's hard for businesses to find the qualified candidates. ZipRecruiter.com is the way to do it. ZipRecruiter.com slash back. You can try this for free. They'll send your job to over 100 of web's leading job boards, but the leading job board now is ZipRecruiter.com slash back. So they will go out and they'll send it and post it everywhere. Then they analyze all of them because they know exactly what you're looking for, what the parameters are. And then it will it will highlight all of the uh, candidates that are most suited for the job. It also goes out and people who don't see your ad, it goes out and it searches for people that are right and then invites them to come and uh, and apply for your job. It's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try it for free now. ZipRecruiterBeck.com. That's ZipRecruiterBeck.com. Missed the special on socialism yesterday? Go to YouTube or Facebook on the Glenn Beck or Blaze page. You can watch it there or join blazetv.com. Use the code GB20OFF. Today is White House Day of Prayer. Um, uh, we, we, need a, we need a real spiritual awakening, um, especially if you watched last night's uh, television broadcast. You have an idea of how much time uh, we have. Um, and I urge you to watch it. By the way, you can join the blaze today up until tonight at midnight. This offer still stands. You can save $20. That's, that's double of what we've ever offered before. Uh, go to GB 20 off. That's the promo code GB two zero off. You go to blaze TV.com slash Glenn, and it will say promo code and you put GB 20 off. 
uh, and uh, you'll save twenty dollars off your um, yearly membership. And it is it's well worth it. We have Chad Prather, we have Stephen Crowder, Mark Levin, uh, pretty much anybody and everybody. Uh, and we would love to have you support us at Blaze TV. Now, you can watch the special last night on my Facebook page. It's all free, commercial-free. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, or if you're a subscriber of uh, Blaze TV, you can watch it uh, as well with your subscription. Maybe, maybe if we could get the government to give people money for their subscription, that would work out well for the economy. They can just, pr- we can print new money to pay for it. Correct. It's easy. There's this new monetary, I'm sorry, modern monetary theory. And I, I just I want you to listen to a couple things. And then, Stuart, would you, would you help me out on this? Mm-hmm. First one, you cannot default. A country cannot default in its own currency. For, uh, okay. Mm. Right. So that he- really, really helps us more than anybody else, right? Yes, because we can do it. Around the world, right? And we can yeah, uh, everybody. Every, well, not only can we print the money because we make the money, we can't default in our own currency. So and we we're the can, reserve currency. We're the reserve currency, and so they can't default in U.S. dollars. And everybody owes their loans to the international funds in U.S. dollars, and we're the only ones that can print currency. So that's great. Nobody else can default internationally. We can. right. You could. We can just print money. For example, if you're Madagascar and you have. You want to give a hundred thousand Madagascar ins ins, could the, that whatever that coin is, uh, shumways. The, uh, shumways. If you want to give a uh, hundred thousand shumways to a company to prop it up if it's about to go bankrupt, you could do that and then just print the extra hundred thousand shumways. Correct. And in with the with the shumways, the shumway system would never go bankrupt. In, in theory, in Madagascar. Right. Okay. All right. Second modern monetary theory is. Uh, you can pay for the goods without collecting money in advance. So you don't need a plan, which is really interesting. So I think I've heard that someplace before. Right? Hmm. Yeah. How are we going to pay for this? Oh, we don't have to worry about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll We're the figure it out. country on earth. That's right. How many That's times right. have you heard that with these this new band of socialists that have popped in? Mm-hmm. They're talking about modern monetary theory, if they have any idea. Mm-hmm. The, the intellectual underpinning. Of what they're talking about is modern mon- monetary theory. Though I will say, people like Ocasio Cortez just use words in order that in an order that they don't understand. Uh, so that you can pay goods, you can can't default in your own currency. You can pay for goods without collecting any money. You know, no no taxes or anything. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, number three is uh, it's only limited really by inflation uh, and full employment. Once you hit full employment, well, then you're going to have inflation, and so then you'll be limited. But before that. Because I'm pretty sure, but this was the old tiny monetary theory (laughs) that Weimar Republic did. I don't know if they ever hit full employment in the Weimar Republic. And the idea is that you could just keep printing money, funneling it to the companies so they'll hire people. Then you'll get to full employment. And then somehow inflation's going to reverse itself because you're at full employment and then and everything will be but fine. But you won't be able to buy any goods outside of your own country. Unless you're us. Yeah. And they still accept it. They won't accept it. Right. The they'll reverse. They'll, of course. If we were to implement this, we would no longer be the reserve sir, Which the would currency. collapse our economy. But even if it didn't collapse our economy, here, here's what would happen. You couldn't buy goods and services from China. Because your money wouldn't be worth anything. 
They don't care how I mean, hey, this is worth 50 yaks. Well, if I don't need a yak, I don't really care. Yeah, it would be, it's the same concept if, if we started paying for things in automobiles. You know how they always say you get a new car and you drive it off the lot and it immediately devalues itself, right? Mm. Everyone knows that about cars. That's what every, how every company or every country on earth would see our currency. They would see it as, okay, well, as soon as you give it to me, you start printing money and the value goes down. So why would I take it anymore? It's an automatic loss on an investment. And that's why people wouldn't want to do it. It would, I mean, it would be insane to have a reserve currency that was implementing a, a philosophy like that like this which is why we use terms like quantitative easing instead yeah <laughs> you know? instead of money printing it's like, it's, yeah it's totally different it's yeah. a totally different thing. okay so so let me just help me think this out okay Stu, when we when we really pushed for double incomes when women were like hey equal rights and i'm not saying this is bad at all no it's- um but you know equal rights and i have a right to work and everything else and when society went to double incomes what happened to the price of homes? They increased. Why? People wanted to spend more money on their homes and had more money to spend. Right. Mm-hmm. So more people were buying homes. Mm-hmm. More people had more money to spend. And so the prices of homes went up because mm-hmm. you could charge more for them. Sure. Right? Uh, the price of college. When the federal government said... I'm going to give you unlimited loan. I, you, you have to pay it back, but I'm going to step in and I'm going to guarantee that everybody can get these loans. Uh, what happened to the price of college? Uh, well, it has risen. In fact, it has risen faster than basically any other part of our economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has gone, uh, for example, let's see, since, let's see, what year is this? 1997. Since 1997, it has risen tuition about 200 percent now how much have we heard complaining uh, about you know the inflation of you know overall is is about 55 percent in that time so it's four times as fast uh as the rest of the economy faster than child care faster than medical care faster than uh, housing faster than food and beverage Hmm. faster than new cars household furnishings clothing cell phone service software toys and tvs many of those have actually decreased have gone as deflated yeah weird it's gone faster than healthcare, mm. which is out of control. I mean, look at these. The ones that have decreased in price are all things that are not not propped up by the government. Cars, no one help, you know, with very limited exceptions, no one helping you buy a car from the federal government. Household furnishings, clothing, cell phone service. We know the Obama phone thing, but about 99.9% of mm-hmm. people are buying, paying for those themselves. Software, toys, TVs, those have all decreased in price. What, have it, what has increased? Housing, wages, uh, which is, of course, a good thing. Medical care services, highly regulated by the government. Child care, highly regulated. Lots of tax incentives and giveaways for those things. College tuition and hospital services have all skyrocketed in that time. Because those are the things the government is propping up over and over and hmm. over and over again. So then if... Uh, the government just decides I can pay any price. I can borrow any amount of money because it's not really even borrowing. I don't even have to have a plan to pay it back. I'm just going to print money. When the government decides to do that and they decide just to give everybody a whole bunch of money, what do you think is going to happen with prices? (laughs) They're going to go up by a lot. By a lot. Yes. This is so insane. We are now entering, 
we're now entering the the danger zone okay we we we've been going crazy for a while and you know oh well there's more than two genders what oh well this these Mm -hmm. these words they you know you say these words and they that's as bad as physical violence what all the crazy things that are going on you know no no what's her name Catherine jenner what's what's her name caitlin Caitlin jenner Jenner. she's beautiful what (laughs) now we're into (laughs) full-fledged insanity don't worry about it. You don't even have to have a plan to pay back. In in what world? Yeah. In what world? The do you modern live in? world, Glenn. The oh, yeah, modern sorry, sorry, world. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah. this too, Glenn. You know, think about think about the horrible incentives and what it would do to the economy. Let's say uh, the Glenn Beck opens the Glenn Beck Bakery. If you don't know, Glenn, very talented baker. Like you could actually make. I mean, your family bakers, you make good freaking food. Okay. Mm. So, Glenn, I am, on the other hand, am microwaving frozen dinners pretty much every night. That's my path. Uh, or going through a drive-thru. I usually roll pa- past my dinner and pick it up in a bag. <laughs> uh, so, if I open, and I open up my own bakery, Stu Bergier's Bakery, and they both compete against each other, and yours is obviously successful, where people like the food, and mine's a terrible failure. Well, when mine's about to go out of business, modern monetary theory uh, indicates that they would just infuse mine with capital so I could keep all the people employed and I can keep buying all the stuff that I buy and I just keep going. And what do you do? Dump all the food? I guess that's what they're they're talking about. Companies. Yeah, it's like the this is this is the Kondracki of wave companies that should go out of business don't don't go out of business because the government just keeps propping them up. So if you're a baker and you're making food and I'm sorry, man. There's no demand for it. It's not really good, but we got to keep those jobs going. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the food? So what does it do? And what are the incentives it creates, right? Number one, it creates an incentive really not for me to ever be better. Creative destruction is gone from the economy. And then secondarily, it doesn't give you an incentive to try. Why bother making your food good? Why bother? You're, if you if it's no good and no one comes, you'll just get free money anyway. This it is re- why rewards incompetence. This is why socialism fails. Mm-hmm. This is why socialism fails, among other reasons. Yeah, that in the, <laughs> that was a that in other the pits reasons. with the bodies in it. Too. Sure, that's you know, a big that one. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. one. Uh, the USCCA. Uh, let me let me ask you this: Did you see uh, MSNBC actually? They're so. Self unaware that they were talking about how Chavez took away the guns from the people, and so you know this this violent revolution uh, to bring in the rightfully elected president it 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 may not it may not succeed because really only the soldiers under Maduro's uh, watchful eye have the right to have guns, so they hold the power. Wait, uh, you think aren't you the guys that said Second Amendment is? is only really should be about hunting. No, no, we're the ones that say, no, you should be able to, you know, repel a dictatorship. Oh, like you're going to go after the planes and the tanks? Well, yeah, it would help, wouldn't it? Would sure help in Venezuela. Anyway, the USCCA, this is the United States Concealed Carry Association. They are dedicated to educating, training, and legally protecting Americans like you. And this week, they're giving away a free guide and an audiobook about exactly what to do in really dangerous situations. It's called the Complete Concealed Carry and Family Defense Guide. 
This is something that I think every home should have, and you should you should drill it with your kids. It's 164 pages of real life-saving information. Comes with an, an audio book if you just want to listen to it, and it's absolutely free. It's coming from the USCCA. All they want to do is introduce themselves to you. You get this 160-page book of information and the free audio book. Just text the word B-E-C-K to 87222. That's Beck to 87222. Claim your free guide now and play it safe with your family. Beck at 87222. Uh, good news coming from the White House today. Um, the president just said we are supporting faith-based addiction recovery. This is really, really important. Our VA does not do any kind of 12-step program. It's all drugs. And it's, it's a horrible, horrible idea. Speaking as an alcoholic, you are not going to get people sober without a faith-based 12-step program. And uh, Obama stopped all of that and just went right to drugs. And uh, it's killing our soldiers. So I, I'm really thrilled um, to hear this come from uh, the White House. You know, we're just talking about uh, socialism and, and how people are this new uh, modern monetary theory, which is madness. It's just madness. And how, how it, it is absolutely coming. You can see it. You can hear it. They're starting to talk about it. This is AOC's thing. She's big and you know, modern monetary theory. I don't know that she's big in it. Oh, no, she's... There's some... Oh, no. If you were to take... Whatever advise her, advisor told her to say the things that she says is into modern oh, monetary Geppetto. theory. Whoever that person is. Yeah, Geppetto, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the yeah. Geppetto of Alexandria mm-hmm. Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the name... You know, we've gone over the names before of these of these individuals. Because um, she comes from a very, you know, powerful, well-funded uh, group that kind of recruited her uh to 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 run for president well there's no way you can there's no way you can verify that that's an ugly rumor that is only only several places online but in the new ocasio cortez approved documentary on netflix (laughs) that's the only place you can see that she's got puppet masters (laughs) yeah and so you know whether that's a, a workable theory i think it's not it's funny that this idea that this has been tried so many times and and ended in hyperinflation so many times and yet here it is. And I used to think that that was perplexing, right? Like, you know, you, you guys have seen this happen before in history. How can you be doing it now? Well, we're not seeing Venezuela happen in history. We're seeing it happen in real time. And we're still walking towards socialism. I mean, we are watching a country going through hyperinflation and a country in complete collapse due to socialism. Would you- and yet we're like, hey, you know what? Who's, who's this? Where, what, what should we release at Netflix? I don't know. A, a glowing documentary about a socialist in America. You know what's crazy is Insane. last night the socialists in Great Britain were watching the special. Okay? Mm. The Socialist Party of Great Britain uh, tweeted... Glenn Beck, when, you know, you keep using socialism, when are you going to admit that Venezuela isn't socialist? Oh, jeez, that's crazy. That one again. I am going to define capitalism and socialism tonight using Marx, his own words, his own words mm-hmm. on capitalism and socialism. And uh, we're just going to clear this all up. Don't miss it tonight, 5 o'clock. If you're not a member of the Blaze TV, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Today is the last day you'll save 20%. Go just to enter the promo code GB20OFF, GB20OFF, 
at blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you missed the special last night, it's free. It's on my Facebook page or on YouTube. You're listening to Glenn Beck.